Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 2415. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our Back to the Basics series, and go ahead and open to Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 through 3, and we'll start right there. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection or maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. I've been having so much fun in this series teaching about the basics, the elementary principles, and the reason we're covering these is so eventually we can go on to the deep things of God. Amen? As we've discussed over the past several days, I added a stone to the six mentioned here in Hebrews chapter 6, or we could call them elementary principles, or foundation principles, or foundation stones, and I pictured a a house foundation with seven stones on it, and they are the cornerstone of Jesus Christ. That's the one I added out of 1 Peter 2.6. And then we've been talking about the repentance from dead works, and we're getting ready today to talk about faith toward God. And then we'll cover the doctrine of baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And I believe that God will permit us to do this so we can go on to the deep things of God. I'm so excited to be with you today. And so, as we continue with the next stone, today we're going to begin with faith toward God. Oh my goodness, faith toward God. And remember, we have to be established in three areas. God wants us to be settled, stable, and in a good spiritual condition in three areas. One is in our heart. That has to do with what we believe. The second is in our words. That has to do with what we say. And the third one is in our works, and that has to do with what we do, and we call those faith works. So today we're going to talk about faith toward God, and it's very important because it's the sister to repentance from dead works. Hebrews 6.1 in the message version says this, So come on, let's leave the preschool finger-painting exercises on Christ and get on with the grand work of art. Grow up in Christ. The basic foundational truths are in place, turning your back on salvation by self-help and turning in trust toward God. Are you ready to turn in trust toward God today? That's what faith toward God is all about. You see, the key word today is toward, T-O-W-A-R-D, toward. This word In the Greek, it's a Greek word, E-P-E-I-M-I. I'm not sure how to say it. We'll just say toward. And it means imitating, echoing, following, through, and together. I like the through and together. It's as if we work together. We're going to do it through and together with God. Faith toward God is working with God. As a matter of fact, 
Acts chapter 2, verse 44, uses this word together when it says, Now all who believed were together and had all things in common. In Acts 3.16, it says, And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, he says, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. You see, it's us working with God. As a matter of fact, faith toward God is the type of faith that is not only to or towards him, it is faith that is imitating, echoing, and following through together with God. I want to follow through together with God in my faith with him. As a matter of fact, you can have faith towards other things. Imagine this, having faith in your money. Well, a lot of people do, and then they run out of money, and they're out of faith. People have faith towards riches or things, and some people have faith in the devil. Oh, I know it because they're so negative. They always say, well, today's going to be a bad day, or today I'm going to catch a sickness, or tomorrow I'm going to die. That's what I call faith toward the devil. But we need to have faith toward God, or faith that follows through together with God. You see, this type of faith states the problem and the answer. Now, listen carefully. This type of faith, faith that works with, through, and toward God, is the type of faith that will state the problem and the answer. Listen, it's the type of faith that will speak to the mountain, and it's the type of faith that understands that the sacrifice of praise can be done anywhere, even in the middle of the worst problems. This type of faith is irrespective of feelings and bad dreams. I see people all the time who have bad dreams. They're dreaming that uh, tomorrow's going to be bad, next week's going to be bad, the future's going to be bad. I don't like those dreams. Bad dreams always tell you your future is going to fail. I like good dreams. I have faith toward God. It means that I have a future and things that are going to be good because he's given me the victory through Christ. As a matter of fact, let's look at how the elders did it in Hebrews 11, verses 1 through 3. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 3. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Have you ever hoped for anything? Well, when you put substance to it, then you're believing in faith. Let's finish this verse. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. So another way to put that is they obtained a good report. How can we have a positive and good report in the middle of a negative time when we're facing a large mountain of issues? Well, we do it by the faith that we have in our heart that's given substance to the things that we're hoped for, and we're believing in what we can't see. We're not believing in what we see. We're believing in what we know God promises in his word. So we understand that uh, the worlds were framed by the word of God. This is Hebrews 11.3. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen are not made of things which are visible. In other words, we're walking by faith and not by sight. This is what's called faith toward God. As a matter of fact, I'm going to talk about several people who had faith toward God while facing some mountains. Noah was one. In Hebrews 11:7, it says, By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, he moved with godly fear. He prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Wow, what a man who had faith toward God. You know, Sarah 
she had faith toward God too. And I like to use this scripture to say ladies need to have faith toward God too. It wasn't all up to Abraham. Sarah had to believe God too. As a matter of fact, in Hebrews 11, 11, it says, By faith Sarah herself also conceived strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. I call that faith toward God. Well, we know that she might have laughed when she got the promise from God, but she changed. She grabbed onto the word and she judged him faithful who had promised because she had faith toward God. David was another person who had great faith toward God. In Acts 13.20, it says that he was a man after God's own heart. In other words, he had faith toward God in the Psalms. Let's read several Psalms where he talks about this faith he had toward God. Psalm 3, verses 1 through 8, it says, It's a Psalm of David when he fled from Absalom, his son. And he starts uh, talking about the mountain. He says, Lord, how they have increased who troubled me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, there is no help for him in God. Selah. But I know, and you know, as I stated, that the faith in God doesn't always just say the problem. It also speaks the answer because it's faith towards God. So in verse 3, David says, But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. Verse 4, I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. Selah. I lay down and slept. I awoke, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone, and you have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. Selah. I call that amazing faith, and that is King David. Let's listen to what he said in Psalm 6 where he talks about the problem. But then he speaks the answer, too. He talks about the problem in the mountain he's facing, but he also declares his faith. Psalm 6 and verses 6 through 10. David says, I'm weary with my groaning. All night I make my bed swim. I drench my couch with my tears. My eye wastes away because of grief. It grows old because of all my enemies. Depart from me all you workers of iniquity, for the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. He's changing his voice. Now we're hearing the voice of his faith. In verse 9, the Lord has heard my supplications. The Lord will receive my prayer. I like verse 10. Let all my enemies be ashamed and greatly troubled. Let them turn back and be ashamed suddenly. Wow, we start hearing his faith too. Let's look at Psalm 13 by David. He wrote this to the chief musician. Let's read verses 1 through 6. He talks about the problem, and then we'll see what he says about the answer. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him, lest those who trouble me rejoice when I'm moved. Well, he's just stated the mountain he's facing, but let's hear his faith. But I have trusted, verse 5, but I have trusted in your mercy. My heart shall rejoice 
in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Yes, faith toward God will identify the mountain. It'll identify the problem, but then it will speak to that mountain. It will declare their faith in God. It will talk about how great God is and how good he is, and that he'll pull us out of the problem. Look at David. It said he encouraged himself in the Lord. Whenever he was downcast, whenever he was facing big problems, he got by himself and he pulled his hands up straight in the air and he started dancing and started praising God, knowing that God was more than enough to help him face the problems in life, more than enough to become a victor in Christ. He was more than enough. And there's many, many others like Paul and like Peter and like you and I. Oh, yeah, faith toward God is when we face the mountain and we speak to it and say, be gone because my God is more than enough. Oh, I'm not denying you, mountain, but I'm declaring you a failure because my God's given me the victory. Wow, well, that's all the time we have today. So I look forward to being with you in my next netcast. Mark your calendar, set your clock, and tune in next time as we continue in establishing our foundation with Jesus Christ as our cornerstone. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.